Well, welcome to Knowledge Cast by Ideals, presented by the Ideals Foundation. I'm Jack Williams, the founder of Ideals, and we're excited to have you with us for our first season of our podcast. If you're interested in seeing what guests we have in our first season, you can go to my personal website, jackwwilliams.com, and hit the podcast button. Um, today, we have a little different format. We have two guests. We have Joey Thacker and Alex Goo. Uh, Alex and Joey were formerly the owners of a company called Huddle Inc., which we want them to talk about today because it was so unique. Uh, after they sold Huddle, Alex started his own company, Click Partnerships. And uh, what they do is they build partnerships with Alex's entertainment clients and the corporate partners. And Joey later became the head basketball coach and uh, associate head of school at Providence Christian Academy in Lilburn, Georgia and has produced uh, back-to-back 20-plus win seasons and multiple technical fouls. Uh, Both of these guys uh, started in college sports marketing at at Marshall University. Alex is a graduate of Marshall, and Joey played basketball and graduated from Liberty University. So, guys, it's great to have you with us. Great to be here, Jack. Uh, This is Joey, and I really appreciate the opportunity to be on and and especially to be on with – Alex, my one of my best friends and business partners, so I, I really appreciate it. Well, let's kind of start that to lead in for me. Uh, you guys go back a long way. Uh, so, Joey, I'll, I'll ask you to share first. How did your relationship get started? Well, um, my, we grew up in a small town in southern Ohio, and, and my family knew Alex's family, and Alex was younger than me, but um, we always had a connection, and we both played basketball. We both uh, were Christians, kind of went to similar churches, and, and, and we just had that connection, uh, and then went all the way back to our roots of our hometown, uh, and then Alex kind of set off on a career path that was very uh, attractive to me, and, and I was working and actually coaching, and, and he actually opened the door for me to enter the world of sports marketing, and uh just through that relationship, uh, that's how we started our professional career. Alex, do you want to add anything to that? Yeah, I, and good to be on, Jack. Um, the thing I would add to that, uh, a couple of things. Our, our Joey and I, our parents actually went to the same high school together where we ultimately went. And, uh, and Joey, um, he alluded to it a little bit earlier, he was kind of the um, – uh, to my knowledge, the first, uh, at least in my, in our generation, the first uh, basketball player uh, to get a division one scholarship. And in our little town, that, it was kind of like Hoosiers growing up. So he was my hero growing up. And then, uh, and then we got to connect in the workplace and kind of remains that way today. He, that times haven't changed in that regard. That's, that's pretty cool. Well, I, I met both of you when you worked at Huddle. Uh, and that was the company that uh, my son started, who we had on earlier, and ended up selling it to you. Uh, just briefly, I know you're not involved with it now, but tell us briefly what Huddle does, because we do want to talk a little bit about it for just a minute. Yeah, Alex, you can take that, and I think maybe even tell how we got in, uh, how you got involved, and then I got involved later. Yeah, and it, it, it certainly has evolved from, from where Brad started to where it is today. But um, to your point, Jack, um, Brad Williams uh, launched Huddle 
um, around 1999-2000, and um, that's right when I was I was coming out of college at Marshall. Uh, I'd actually met Brad um, um, at a at a at host communications. To your point earlier, it was a college sports marketing firm, and he went on to launch Huddle. We maintained a really close friendship, and um, he really um, became more of a mentor to me than anything. Um, and and Huddle launched on the backs of, of Brad and, and a guy named Dave Learman, who was a marketing director at Wendy's. Um, Dave wanted, and Brad were really good friends, wanted to be, be involved in uh, sports marketing or outside of the college space, wanted to be in high schools. Um, and asked Brad, can you do that? And Brad did, said he didn't know how to do that, but figured it out. And ultimately, Huddle was born through um, what, what we called at the time the high school ticket program, um, where uh, Huddle would provide free high school tickets. So if the fan came to a game, you get a ticket, a football game, basketball, anything. Um, the schools didn't have to pay for any of that. Huddle would underwrite 100% of it. The sponsor on the back of the ticket in that instance was Wendy's, and um, and they had got their marketing um, and traffic driving driving component out of it, while also partnering with local schools throughout a, a market or state or in some instances across the country. So that thing took off um, initially um, in the early days. Huddle was working in North and South Carolina, and then. When we sold it in 2016, we were in close to 12,000 high schools, providing about 150 million tickets uh, to schools annually. And, um, and that was really a big part of what we did. And then today, what, what has transpired as a result has been, and why we sold was um, we took that analog paper ticket to, to become, a, in essence, uh, a digital uh, platform. So we used to say, anyway, we, we became the stub hub or the ticket master of high schools. And um, once we went digital, everything changed. Um, and, and that's when we sold. So, Joey, I don't know if you'd add anything to that. Well, let me, I'm gonna, Joey, I'm going to switch another sure. question to, to you, uh, just for the sake of time here. Um, the reason I brought up Huddle is you guys created really one of the most unique cultures I've been around, and you you leveraged that culture to create a, a great uh, successful business. You know, how did that happen, and, and how were you able to sustain that culture over as many years as you did, and particularly when you went through a change of ownership from Brad to you guys? Yeah, I mean, we really used that jumping off point as kind of our start to what culture would be unique to us. And I've thought a lot about it and working in a school and trying to draw, drive culture in a school now. And the more I think about it, I, I think it all started with us by ha having great alignment at the top. Our partners, Alex, you, Beckett, you, and myself, there was only three we had common bonds and we had uh, common desires of what we wanted to do with the business. And we, we started immediately uh, an answering some core questions. And I'm a big Patrick Lencioni fan and I, I stole these from him, but we wanted to know 
why we existed, number one. What what were we here to do? And and then second, we wanted to know how are we going to behave? And thirdly, then we can answer, well, what do we do? And the first, those first three things were visional statements and they would never change. Strategically, we had to change constantly trying to figure out how to fulfill that culture and that mission. But we locked in on those and they became not just words on a wall or words in a handbook, but we incentivized, uh, we encouraged, we led, we gave feedback along the lines of all those visional statements, especially our core values, which we called the B6s. And the B6s were simply attitudes and mindsets that we wanted our folks to take every day and to put on every day. And, uh, and it, and it really uh, created a culture and it also drove our brand. Uh, we tried to implement that culture when, with our vendors, with our customers, with the families of our employees, with our employees. And that was paramount to anything else we were doing. And I think we realized we had to do it that way because we weren't the first time we'd ever owned a business and we really weren't that great or smart at it, but we knew that that uh, if we if we really were mean about that vision, then we would be okay in the end. Well, Alex, let me ask you this. Um, thanks, Joey. In order to have the culture that you were able to establish and, and maintain, which is really the key, most companies don't maintain them, you have to have the right kind of people working for you. And you guys figured that out. What, what kind of profile or traits were you looking for when you were building the huddle team? Well, I think it, it ultimately goes back to what Joey was saying. Um, when we established the B6s, which were our six core values, um, that made it um, a lot. That made it super easy to define um, who would we who we would hire, who embodies these six these six things. And, um, and it also, and we learned this through our advisory board, Jack, you may remember this, it made it, I wouldn't call it easy to fire, but um, if, if, if our team or teammates weren't living up to those um, core values that they well knew about and gave ample opportunity to, you know, to, to live out, if they weren't doing that, then, then it was obvious they weren't um, part of the culture and they weren't. That, that wasn't going to work in the long term. So, I, you know, I, I really think, and you know, obviously you have to have a given skill set for whatever position we were hiring. But um, above and beyond all that, it, it you can't teach those core values, right? You can you can teach some some skill sets along the way. Um, so it was more of an attitude and behavior. Well, when. Um... Joey, when you and, and Alex purchased Ho along with uh, Beckett, Alex's brother, it really became like a, a family-owned business. You had two brothers, and you were like family because of your long relationship with uh, Alex and his family. What were what were some of the challenges that you had to work through working with best friends and family? Yeah, that's a good question, and um, I think. I think whether you're family or not family or closely related or not, you're going to have the human 
experience that's involved in working day to day. We spend, Alex always said, Hey, I'm going to spend more time with you guys than I spend with my family. So we need to have fun doing that. And that was always a great message and example for us. But I think the challenge to us and the thing that I always, I've just looked back and tried to realize what have I learned from having huddle and, and being a part of huddle. And one thing I learned was you, you have to determine the end on the front end, which means, hey, we know why we exist and how we behave and what do we do, but what are we going to do with this business? Why are we trying to scale it? Why are we trying to grow it? What are we going to do with it? And I think being young business owners, we didn't, we didn't really map out on paper what we were going to do with it long term. And it when it starts to take off and become something, everyone may have a different vision for that that end or that future. And really being able to define your future on the front end would have helped us. And I think that created some challenges, but they weren't anything we couldn't overcome, but it did create challenges if we had properly defined it on the front end that I think we could have avoided. Jack, I, I will just quickly um, state, I, I think one key way that we maintain great relationship, and it wasn't that, that we didn't didn't disagree or have arguments along the, the, the way, we sure did, um, but uh, roles were established really early on. Um, we knew Joey was the CEO, um, and Beckett and I were, were more in charge of the revenue side of the business. Um, uh, so whenever we would disagree, um, we, we made it a very, very clear from the outgoing, yeah. the decision that was ultimately made by Joey, whether we agreed or disagreed with it, we were going to lock arms and there was going to be no light between us when that decision was made. And I think, I think ultimately, you know, you have to have, the buck has to stop somewhere, even in partnership. And that's, yeah. I think, where where it we landed. I think that was a really key decision. And being a part there for a while of your advisory committee, you could see that uh, that wasn't just ink on paper. That was uh, that was real. Um, mm. what, what are you guys most proud of about what you got accomplished at Huddle? Uh, you want to start, Alex, or do you want me to? That's a hard question um, for me because I, um, in a lot of ways, Jack, I'm, uh, uh, I, I still, you know, I, I kind of, in some ways I mourn the loss of huddle, you know? Um, so I'm super proud of, I think everyone who, who would say this in our position, I'm super proud of, of the team and the relationships we built, like they're just lasting. I loved going to work every day and I mourn the fact that that I don't get to go um battle in the trenches with those guys so it, it is a little bit of a double-edged sword um and, and the pride isn't with anything that was built by Joey or Beckett or me it, it really was more of the the process you know I think Joey always talked about that um because like I'm, I will say this: I'm not proud of selling. I'm not proud of um, anything. I, what I am proud of is the investment that 
we were able to make with our team and they were to in, in turn make on us to where we could go and, and really glorify God through, um, you know, we weren't solving, we weren't curing cancer. We weren't, um, we weren't paid <laughs> missionaries, uh, you know, in Uganda, but in our little way, we were, uh, we were doing our best to be salt and light in the business community. And I, if there's a, I'm really more proud of what God did than what we did not to sound. Yeah. I don't know what that sounds like, but that's the truth. <laughs> Joey, what, what's your uh, take on that? I mean, to build on that, it's, it's that parable of just bring what you have and God will do something with it or this parable or, or how you build a miracle. And, and I think, I think that mountain was moved for us by us just simply bringing what we had and it all wasn't great and it was broken in many ways, but we brought what we had. And I think that's, that's something I'm proud of, but I'm also proud of, um, in it, in all the good, uh, conversations and the bad conversations. I mean, I had to fly to LA to find out our, one of our ticket printers was printing our competitions tickets and not telling us. And that's why our tickets were behind and, and all of these things. So there were really good conversations. There were really hard conversations, everything that business brings. But I think in every one of those circumstances, the huddle team tried to treat people the right way. And in today's day and age, it's looked on as soft from a business perspective and, you can call it kumbaya, you can call it whatever, but I think that it was honored in what we did. And we have people that have reached out that that have bought their first home and bought their first car. And, and now the first guy we hired who met our core values is now running and leading the company. And uh, that's just super fulfilling that we treated people the right way along along the way. Well, I, I tell people, I still tell people uh, about your culture. I know I've dropped in over there sometimes during lunch and I thought it was recess. Uh, you had people out there climbing trees and playing games and doing what have you. Uh, uh, I know one guy had to tore his pants, had his wife had to bring him pants because he tore his, tore his pants climbing a tree. Uh, but you were able, they were able to turn the switch from, from fun to business. And I, and I think that's a, a real tribute to both of you guys from a leadership standpoint. Just going to say it was a lot of fun, but we took our core values and being three kids from the foothills of the Appalachian mountains and were able to launch a digital ticketing software that, is being used nationally and and we didn't we didn't have those answers and our team just kept asking and seeking and knocking and 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 we're able to do something that had a real impact on the marketplace and uh it just shows that you can enjoy and bring joy to what you're doing and who you're doing it with well, Alex and Joey, it's uh, <clears throat> just great having you with us today. I, I miss spending the time with you at your Huddle Fest and your Huddle's Advisory Board retreats. They were a lot of fun, and it, it's great to hear such a refreshing approach to leading a business. So thank both of you for being with us today. Well, thank you, Jack, and thank you for your impact on my life and Joey's as well. You've, uh, I still... <laughs> 
we we still i mean have conversations about um just learning from you not not just what you said but how you modeled life and uh, we appreciate you yeah i would echo that and i'm thankful that we have a relationship and now but i'm thankful that my kids and my my son got to go through ideals and get to know you and and you invested in him and he's he's hard to pull things out of from time to time and you you were faithful in doing that, and I'm just humbled to be a part of it. Well, it's a privilege to <clears throat> call both of you friends. Well, I, I hope, folks, that you enjoyed today's time with uh, Joey and Alex, and we'll encourage others to join us on our next podcast. And until then, as always, I hope you'll make it your goal to be a positive influence in the lives of others. 